On this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus, we start out at Winterfest and hastily retreat to have shawarmas at the nearby Kosher Grill. It's our 200th episode. <laughs> Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustecker. <laughs> and I'm stuck in limbo tonight, man. I don't know what is happening, but this is crazy. <laughs> Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Brendan, we are at Winterfest. We are, and we're recording with masks on, so I'm trying to get this nice and close to my face. Yeah, I think I think everybody can hear us, right? Yeah, if, if not, too bad. Because uh, we are they can hear protecting us. the body temples. We're, we should say we're at the Orange County Convention Center, which is hosting Winterfest yeah, this or weekend. The Winterfest, which is, uh, it's billed as a... Market? Holiday. Holiday market. market. And, yeah, uh, follow the Christmas trees and you'll find it. Yeah, there's one Christmas tree out front, if you can and see it from the road. And there's one inside here. And then one inside, There's yeah. probably more around. And uh, it's, you know, it's opening night here. We're here on the Thursday. There's not much happening, except the yeah. guy clapping his it's hands be, behind it's us. It's going to be monstrous on Saturday. You're going to hear some people screaming in the corner and uh maybe some singers in the background but don't they don't have musicians and uh this is i have to say john at this moment Uh uh-huh it's one of the weirdest things we've ever done (laughs) it's weird we haven't had a chance to really walk around yet because we wanted to get this part of the episode done. we were told we'd get dinner you know and i got a a dinky little sausage, uh huh. Which you know, to be honest, it was pretty good. I got a beer, so I'm happy. I'll let you know if I get the squirts immediately. All right. Yeah. <laughs> if we have to take a break early, I'll let you know. Uh, At least it's a local event that they're doing here to support some local. Folk. It is located locally. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Excited to go look around. Uh, on this week's episode, we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. Yeah, like we always do. We talk about Orlando and usually the downtown neighborhoods, which yeah. you cover on bungalower.com. Yeah, and for it's our 200th episode. So 200? Like, We've been doing this 200 times? I can't even do math. I don't know how many... That's like four years. Is it? No. Yeah. What? Yeah, divi- 52 divided. Have you done this for four years? Oh, I think so. What a friendship we have. Uh, it's true. Well, I see you <laughs> once a week. I wouldn't call that a friendship. <laughs> I would. Why would you call it? No, we're friends. You just hurt my feelings I'm a little sorry, bit. I'm On sorry. The two- you waited till the 200th episode <laughs> to tell me we're not friends? <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is limbo. <laughs> this isn't limbo, it's hell. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, normally we talk about Orlando stuff, and we're going to talk about Orlando stuff tonight like we always do. Yeah, but we're out, we're out a ways from our usual coverage Yeah, area. we're at the convention center. They invited us over. There's, they're doing their own event right now because there's not a heck of a lot of conventions no, happening No, not here. a whole lot of conventions, so they're doing so their really, own, like you said. So this is all weekend. Yeah, let's do something. They're trying to do it all weekend. There's photos of Santa, and there's train rides. and uh, the, what's, what's the bus called again? The photo bus? I, Van I, Cam. I, Van Cam's here. They're local. Yeah. You've got to support them. And uh, it's the end of hurricane season. I saw in Key West they lit a hurricane flag on fire. They did? Did you see that? No. Oh, so in Key West, I guess, to like mark the end of the season, you know how the hurricane flag looks that they put yeah. on the beach? They lit some on fire. <laughs> I like that. It seems a little aggressive. Well, you don't want hurricane season happening, I do you? Yes. It, uh, it was a pretty active one. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really get much here in Central Florida. I think there was only yeah. 
one that maybe sort of thank no, the hurricane this year that came. That's through. why you should be thanking the hurricane gods, not angering them. Yeah, by but burning. it went into the Greek alphabet this time. It, yeah, and there were thirteen hurricanes. Six of them were major, and uh, thirty named storms. Yeah, we total. got lucky here in Central Florida. Yeah, not CD- the same all over though. CDC just changed their. Uh, quarantine recommendations did you see this yeah it didn't go from like 10 days to seven days or 14 days to seven for days. 14 to seven but seven if you have a negative result at the end 10 if you don't have a test i thought covid was going away after the election <laughs> apparently not man yeah, we had after the highest, they had the highest number of of deaths in the united states this week well, Since yeah, it started. Dr. Robert Redfield, he's the head of the CDC. He predicted that U.S. virus deaths are going to double by February. Oh, yeah. No, I believe it. Double. There's some really sad stories. I know we joke about some things, but there's some really sad stories about some of these rural hospitals as well. Oh. Because, like, they don't have the same staff as we do here in Orlando. And a lot of the people know each other because they're, you know, they're they see each other at the library or the or the bank or whatever. And they're, you know, helping yeah. out their aunts and uncles, but they also don't have the same resources as we do here in bigger cities. So it's really sad. It is sad. People, you got to be like, got to wear your mask. Uh, people dropping stuff in the background. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Why, where you wa- and wash your face. TMZ, despite all that, did you hear this? TMZ just tattled on an Orlando nightclub. Oh, that was TM- there was two clubs actually that this happened to. So oh. the first one was Guilt. Yes. So Guilt nightclub. Guilt is- as in G I L T because they don't have no guilt. No. So that's over off of Bennett Road, uh, kind of near Baldwin Park. Have you ever been in there? No. I've never been in there either. No. I'm a little too old for that, I think. Yeah, me too. But they had a big club I'm party. I'm also right? like a giant white gay nerd. Like it's just not my scene, you know. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, all right. I thought you could go anywhere. No. What was the deal? Who was playing there? Was it like the City Girls? City Girls. City Girls. They performed to a packed nightclub on Thanksgiving night. Uh huh. And videos went out and went crazy. TMZ again picked it up and kind of shook their finger like, oh, of course, Florida. Well, they, right? you know, okay, they're right. They should be pointing their finger, but they should also point their finger at there's a lot of stuff happening in California that people are having parties at their houses and stuff. Yeah. So they can, I'm not, I'm not condoning what's going on at Guilt, but. TMZ can also look around their own <laughs> state. But as I said, Brendan, there was another one. It was down in like South Orange Blossom Trail, like way south past Hunter's Creek. And it was more of like a, a Hispanic Puerto Rican club. Okay. And they had some sort of entertainer. Same thing. Hundreds of people there, really nobody wearing masks. And, and that video got sent over to El Sentinel. So same same thing happened in in the southern part of the county. So I don't know. And there was another one. And it's legal. You know, like it's legal. Guilt Club is doing what they're allowed to do. And they said that they had it at 75 occupancy. I'll tell you, if it was if that's true, then everybody in the club was over in one corner for all (laughs) of those videos. Because there was another one that happened in South Florida, too, at some bar like in Fort Lauderdale where photos were sent out showing Hundreds of people, nobody really wearing a mask. Like, I don't know. Like, if I showed up there and I was, I would just walk out, wouldn't you? I mean, I guess yeah. I wouldn't even go, but. Well, I almost did that here. <laughs> I mean, if there had been, I mean, honestly, though, Brendan, if we'd have got here and there would have been 15,000 people here, I probably no, I would have No. And great, I get like I that mean, sometimes I'm, with Publix. Like, if I'm like, oh, nope, too busy. Got to come back. Uh-huh. Yeah, come back later. Yeah. Uh, anyway. 
Well, and the county is drafting an order to fine repeat COVID offenders just like guilt, you know, because right now as stands, they're not allowed to find anybody. Is that, that's from the state, though, right? The state says, no, you can't. Yeah, because they supersede the, the county. But apparently uh, Orange County Mayor Demings is saying, well, that's not necessarily true. And if they're repeat offenders, then we're going to find a way to do I it. I know they're having some issues between the state and the local because a lot of local or there's a, local ordinances all around the state. Home rule dictates that, yes, he can make his own he can make his own order. Orange County or Orange County? Yeah, it's home, home rule. We're allowed uh, to do this it. This is a fight they have every year at the state level and yeah. the and the local level of what local cities can do and what's and then what state government can. So do. So whatever he drafts, like it'll be challenged. Uh, but I get the need. They need to do something. I think for those big ones, yeah. Like yeah. I mean, you. But they just released a list, which I didn't want to touch. There's a list of offending nightclubs. Yeah. Right. And I think I saw that list. A couple downtown. I haven't been to any of them, so. No, me either. <laughs> but it's a group of, like, just young people who are just the same ones that don't wear condoms. You, you know, know like I, they just don't care. I don't want to just rule out. I hate it when it just says young people. That's what they're looking at. That's what they're most offended by. But, like, if you go to a regular Joe Schmo Walmart or like a paint store or something. I they're mean, not wearing masks. You're telling either. me there ain't some Elks Club around here where <laughs> they're all wearing masks? Like I, I would I would no. bet there's a places where they're not wearing masks either. I there might just, not be ten thousand people there. I was just somewhere and I can't remember where it was. I just remember thinking to myself like I'm the only one wearing a mask here, people. Uh-huh. What's up with all of you? Uh, you couldn't do anything. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> uh want something another cheery topic? That one was very cheery. Yeah, this one's even cheerier. Deaths from drug overdoses are up 70% from this time last year in Orlando. 70? I don't Seven think I, zero. I, was it that high? Yeah. I thought it was a little lower, but I, I I know it's high. No, and then statewide it's 43. Maybe that's the number. I think that's I'm what you were looking at. Yeah. But then Orlando... Everybody's doing drugs and over overdosing and I, going to the clubs. I've taught. Well, it's not just that. It's not just going to the clubs. Going to the clubs. I, I've been. I see a lot of this happening where where I work. I work at the Orange County Sheriff's Office, and so I see a lot of the always bragging come, that you no, have a real but job. I see, but I see the reports come through, and it's sad. I mean, you know, people. You know, in their twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, they have a, a long history of of drug use, and I've been sh- smoking a lot. Yeah, and they find, and they pandemic. you know they they they're at home yeah. and and they OD and and they they die. I'm like a smoked salmon right now. But you it's know? sad. I mean, this is one of the effects of COVID that you know more people are at home, more people have, I guess, time to to do this. And, Random and tangent: the music right now, everything is the same tone, <laughs> like a Disney ride. Uh huh. And it's a little crazy. That's uh. all I'm going to say. But that anyway. sausage was good. Good, good. No, you like the sausage. Like, who doesn't? Anyway, about the drug thing, though, Brendan. Like, I mean, one thing we can always say, if, if that's something that you're struggling with, there is help out there. Yeah, if you're struggling, there is help. You're right. Yeah. You're right, John. Good to say that. Thank you. Good to say that. We also have a resource guide. I had to send it to people if you're getting sexually harassed at work. There's a resource guide up at bungalow.com. I feel like I'm getting sexually harassed by you. Well, you know, you don't work for me. <laughs> True. <laughs> What would you do for this? Oh, it's, no, that's another bad one. Forget it. We need something nicer. I got something nice. Okay, good. A man who broke his neck at Volcano Bay 
has just settled his suit with Universal. That's good. Did you see that? Right, I did see that. I actually to get here uh-huh. to the convention center where we are for Winterfest right now. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We had to drive by Which Volcano is Bay. Monstrous, yeah. apparently. <laughs> well, yeah, Saturday is going to be monstrous. Saturday. Um, <laughs> we passed Volcano Bay, and I told yeah. my wife, "I'm going to take you there one day. I've oh. never been." Well, don't go down. The Punga Racers water slide. I'm going down all the water slides. All of them? Yes. The water, this water slide, this guy, I guess, went so fast. When he came out, he hit a wall of water at the bottom, and it cracked his neck back. Wow. And he was instantly paralyzed. Oh, jeez. And they found him in the water. He couldn't move. And you know how they reported it? How? Because they have to report to the Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services. They said he was experiencing numbness. Oh, like, girl, he was he was paralyzed. <laughs> well, that's kind right? of vague, numbness. There's a great Sentinel article about this whole thing. And in the Sentinel article, they also say, and they the, the Bureau, the Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services, said that they're going to have a meeting with Universal about reporting things a little bit more accurately. Ah. They need some more information. Okay. You know? Like, can you not see the old... It's probably like this 55-year-old guy, almost retired, like, yeah, yeah, they should really be giving us some more information. But I'm sure that's a legal thing, too. Like, send you don't want to admit something until it's proven by outside girl doctor. I'm just telling girl. you. Girl. If, I'm the, if I'm the legal department girl. at Universal, I'm going to say, put numbness down right now, and we'll Donna. deal with the ramifications later. Yeah, the ramifications are that you're big liars. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just telling you, Brendan. That if person I was, was paralyzed. Lawyer, and then they're not going to fix the problem because at the end of the day when they start doing audits of like, all right, let's look at accidents. What happened? Oh, that guy experienced numbness. Nobody's going no. to red flag their ride after that. So True. don't do it, John. Did they say what he settled for? Or was that an undisclosed amount? Undisclosed. Okay. They don't want to tell us nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I started talking like you. That was speaking, a double negative. Speaking of Sentinel articles, did you see that one about the vending machine and the homeless the homeless vending machine? No. You didn't see that? No. Oh, so anyway. At uh, East End Market? No, no. It's over at... There might be one there, too. I know they talked about it there. This they have a refrigerator full of food for This people. is a vending machine okay. at a laundromat in Paramore for people that need, like, toothpaste and, oh. and feminine products. And, and it's things. free? Yep. You just got to get a card. I think you have to get a card from the, like homeless. I think so. Services. No, 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 it was a it was a young woman who started the idea. She got a grant from the Awesome Foundation. Oh, yeah, so which th- if y'all don't know, the Awesome Foundation it's ten people. They each throw a hundred dollars in, in cash into a pot, and then people submit awesome ideas, and yeah. then they choose the most awesome idea that month. And her awesome idea was to stock a vending machine for people that need homeless yeah. or homeless. Uh, to, to help homeless oh, people. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. so it was a good story. Desiree Stennett wrote it. She used to work at the Sentinel, left, came back, and now she's writing about it. Well, where's the vending machine? Uh, it's at a laundromat in Paramore on Livingston. I want to write about it. Yeah. Go visit it. Yeah, you they should. Have, yeah, yeah, I want to do that. You're well, not homeless, though, so don't you be taking uh, advantage. You can't tell me what to do, John. Right. There's a refrigerator at East End Market outside that if you... those. Uh, shops in there if they have extra food at the end of the day they're putting it in there and people can take the food can, can we talk about that i think it's a great idea and i'm glad they're doing it do you uh-huh. think that's the best location for that no okay i think it should be off site somewhere that maybe in a neighborhood that might need it because i'll tell you what if audubon park ever had a homeless person they would <laughs> they wouldn't know what to do with themselves that's true just like winter park when it happens in winter park were you did i tell you the story once no we were sitting on park avenue me and scotty and there was a homeless person 
like randomly there, which is jarring for winter parkers, right? Like, oh, oh, what are you doing here? And someone went up to him and said, you don't belong here. Really? Keep moving. Wow. In front of me and Scotty. And we were like, what? I know. I That's gave him crazy. the whitest stink eye, Good. the guy that said that. I was, you didn't oh, do anything, though, right? You can't did, do that. Did you do anything? No, I was cloaked in privilege. Okay. And just kind of <laughs> walked away and had a mimosa, but, right. but angrily. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you didn't enjoy that mimosa. I think I was caught off guard. If it happened again, I'd probably That's hard. I mean, I, I've been in situations where you look back on it, and you're like, I should have done something different. Like, you're sort of in the moment. You're like, this ain't right. Yeah, and I like to think of myself as an outspoken person. I generally yeah, but would sometimes speak you, you, up. But for that, I was very caught yeah, up. Yeah. I think it was early on in my relationship. We yeah. were like, I was probably still going to Rollins College. I didn't know what was happening. But next time that happens, you're, you'll be ready for it. Oh, I'm prepped. If uh. it happens, I'll, like, cut a B, you know? <laughs> you can't say that to my homeless friends. Can I ask you a random question? Sure. So that, Briefs. That, <laughs> that uh, radio telescope. In Puerto Rico, yeah, the one in Goldeneye, Arecibo. This oh, is the is this Golden is the only reason I oh, know this. Slides down? It's yeah, no, it's it's James Bond Goldeneye. Oh, I didn't know he was in. Yeah, oh, that's I don't remember that. Pretty scene, sure really. it's in there. Uh, well, it's broken. It's destroyed. Destroyed. It's like just falling apart. It fell apart. Uh, and they've decided to not do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, they're just like, well, we'll build another one somewhere else. Has they, have they said that? I don't think. I'm so. not hearing anyone say no, they want to build. I'm not hearing. I don't really know because UCF. Ran it, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. There's some connection to UCF. Oh, cool. Yeah. I don't know why. Did it get damaged because of a hurricane? They just sort of let it go? No, well, there was like a 900-ton receiver platform that was like above it. Yeah. That somehow fell onto the reflector dish and, ah. then, and damaged it like a couple months ago. Okay. But then another thing fell, and it all just kind of like collapsed in on itself. And so it was you. it was built in the 60s. With money from the U.S. Defense Department. Ah. And they were using it to develop ways to fight, like, ballistic missiles. That's why they paid for it. But then it started to be used to track asteroids and and to maybe see if there were planets out there that were uh, hospitable to human life. And that's what they were using it for. And there were 250 scientists that were using it that are now, like, they have, there's no way for them to do their research. It's too bad. I mean, I'm not, I'll but be why honest. why not build not, it somewhere else? I'm not, why can't they build it? Yeah. It's probably super expensive. That's my question. It's like, what happens What happens to the one that's there? Does it just rot away? Probably. Because that's, I honestly think that's why it fell apart. Like, they built it and then I, just left it. I think part of it might have to be with maybe the government in Puerto Rico and maybe the maybe they just... Why is it on the government of Puerto Rico? It's not on them. I just wonder if it's... No, it's a be- national project. True. No, it's very yeah, true. Yeah. I just know they have, they've had issues in the last year or two with lots of hurricanes. Their economy's not so good. It might not be their number one priority. This is, this is legit the tool that we can use to track asteroids as they're coming towards the planet. It's not the only one in the world. It is 2020. I would like to know that we have every tool in our belt to fight ras- asteroids. My, my, my response to you, though, Brendan, is probably in 1960 when they built it, there was probably money to do it. And now it probably costs five times the amount. I hope people can hear us right now. I don't I'm know sure they can. I'm sure they can. And people probably say, well, should we? And this goes back to what we talked about earlier. And this is for everything in government. Do, do we spend it on a telescope or do we help people that are hurting for COVID? It's not the same pot of money. It comes. They all no, come from different. I'm pots just saying of money. this is what happens when it's, you get it's these from the defense department. You know, like they're they're going to use that to pay for 
like a couple tanks or something, or like I'm sure I don't know how much it costs. I gotta find out. But I, I mean, think they should build it in Florida. Several million dollars. I, I don't disagree. Yeah, build it in Florida. Yeah, there Take might have been a reason it was in Puerto Rico in the first place. Because all those NIMBYs that were saying, not in my backyard. Uh, no, no. I think it should be here. I put it in the water. I don't know. Make it a floating thing. Uh, Toronto Raptors are coming to Tampa. Coming to Tampa, yeah. They can't. So the NBA season's starting back up again, which is crazy because it feels like it just ended. Yeah. And they're starting back up again. And because Toronto is on the other side of the border uh-huh. and they can't cross back and forth to play games, what? They're going to be, their their second home is going to be Tampa. They played in Orlando during the summer. So they all did. Like they were all stretch. here. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little sad they couldn't just come back to Orlando. Well, I don't know if all the teams are going back to their own places. I think they are. I think they are too. Yeah. And so Toronto was like, we need to find a place. That's cheap. And probably warm, I guess. They're like, well, we might as well go somewhere warm. You know what I think it really is? They're Canadian. So they just wanted to go somewhere that had a hockey team. True, true. A I winning hockey team at that. Yeah. Tampa Bay. I don't know why they picked Tampa. I mean, it's probably one of the larger metropolitan areas in the country that doesn't have a basketball Someone team. knows somebody. Somebody. Anyway, we got to go take a break. When yep. we come back, we'll uh, talk more stuff about where we are. Yeah. Winterfest. <laughs> so crazy. This is Brendan O'Connor, and I'm here with Derek Janney from Janney Roofing. Hey, guys, it's hurricane season, and it's going to present a whole new level of challenges as we navigate COVID-19 and unpredictable storms. The first few seconds after a storm hits can be some of the most stressful. What do I do? Who do I call? Who can help me now? Well, we've taken tremendous steps in preparing our new warehouse, training award-winning teams, and stocking up on all of the supplies we will need to take care of your home as soon as we get your call. Be ready. Visit us at jannyroofing.com and learn more about how we have you covered. Thanks for choosing us. This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Virtual meet some of your favorite holiday romance writers on December 6th. Join Nancy Nagel, Priscilla Olivares, and more during Meet the Authors Holiday Romances. This event is part of our Random Fandom Week. Get tips and hints on organizing your holiday decor, gift giving, and more from a certified professional organizer. Plan your way to a stress-free holiday is a virtual event on December 9th. How can you get your resume to the top of the pile in this current job market? You'll learn how to plan, create, and format a professional resume with our online class, Resume Writing, on December 10th. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Hey, Brendan, what are you getting Scotty for Christmas? Uh, tall glasses. Shut the hell up. Why? Why? <laughs> 
I got an idea for you. There's a book out there called uh-huh. 100 Things to Do in Orlando Before You Die. Ooh, sounds risky. No, it, it, Not too risky, but uh, I know the author. It's actually me, oh, John Bustegger. So smart. And uh, if you want a copy, you can go to my website, johnbustegger.com. That's so easy. johnbustegger.com. 100 s- Things to Do Before You Die? Sign it, yes. I will sign it for you. Uh-huh. And I'll ship it to you. If I don't have a lipstick print on it, I'm sending it back. Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And this is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. And we uh, we took the party up the road. Yeah, we changed locations. It was kind of loud in there. Yeah, and also not my scene. Not your scene. That's no. okay. Yeah. It's okay. Um, so yeah. we're, we're now at the Kosher <laughs> Grill. I'm glad we escaped. Yeah, we're at the Kosher Grill, which is uh, on iDrive. They got uh, shawarma, uh-huh. falafel. I've been here once, and it was so, so, so good. I'm excited. I, just got, I ordered a shawarma, and I can't wait to shove it in my face. Yeah, so we were hungry, and so we came up here, and uh, now we're hanging out. Yeah. And uh, what were we talking about before the Well, break? we should say, if you're just joining us, uh, this is Bungalow on the Bus. We talk about all the things in Orlando's downtown neighborhoods, and you can find all this on bungalow.com. You can also follow Brendan. And Bungalow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you follow John at John Bustecker. That's right. I got a book out. Buy my book. You're like hawking those books like crazy I right now. I need to make some money, man. It's Christmas. <laughs> I need to spend it over at Winterfest. Is that what it is? You well, gotta fix that. Not, you gotta well, fix that this, kiln. Is when, this is when people generally buy gifts. And so I want to have my book out there, 100 Things to Do in Orlando Before You Die. I'm so, I promised I would tell you this, and I totally forgot. Okay. We, at Trivia, this week we do Trivia every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock and at Persimmon Hall. you give my Hall book away, correct? Yeah, because we had a whole bunch yeah. that I bought. And so last week... Uh, Nobody wanted them. Taffy, like... Taffy lifted up the the book she always talks about like what you're going to win that round she lifted it up everybody it was full uh-huh everybody in the brewery just went whoa, whoa. all right yeah like and we made a note of oh we had to tell john how excited Sweet. everybody was maybe so. i could come to one of your events and sell some books there yeah if you ever want to just come yeah i'll yeah. come over come set up i haven't i do need to come to trivia or, or bingo no pressure no i do need but to. you should it's I will. super fun i will and everybody's distanced okay yeah and uh it's very safe. I like it. All right. Next week, I'll try to make it. I like it. It's ongoing now. We were trying it just for a, a month. It's at Persimmon Hollow, we should Persimmon say. Persimmon Hollow, which, which Doug Bowser, if people remember Philip's file, he was on there with Michael Wanzi talking about movies all the time. Uh, he is Taffy, his drag alter ego, who's a retired prostitute. So funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know where I was going with that, but really funny. Come to come to bingo. Come to bingo. Come yeah, play with us. It's free. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about the Raptors before the break. Yep, they're coming. The Toronto Raptors, not the Velociraptors ah, from Jurassic clever Park. Clever girl. <laughs> uh, Orlando Magic co-founder Jimmy Hewitt just died. Passed away. Did you read yeah. the story? There's a really great story that Mike Bianchi wrote about no. him. He was he went to Edgewater High School and he was just like oh, this kind local, of athlete. Local. Yeah, and is he, he like st- like generational Orlando? Guy? I don't know if it a long long time, but he went to Edgewater and he started a company in Orlando. I don't remember what the company was. So he was he wasn't like a billionaire, but he was he did well okay. off. Yeah, yeah. and he met. Um, Oh, now Pat Williams, who also co-founded the Orlando Magic, they met at a a men's re- Christian retreat. He was speaking. 
Something like that. They yeah. just met each other. In and Texas he said, or something. Yeah, and, and Pat Williams at the time was... Uh, I did read this. He worked in Philadelphia, <laughs> I think, actually. Uh-huh. And he was like, we're going to expand the NBA. Where should we go? Tampa? Miami? And uh, the guy was like, uh, the guy who passed away, he's like, no, come to Orlando. And so it was like a, a, a moment where they talked. And then years later, it actually happened. And, and the guy... Uh, he had to back down because he had he, he he didn't have enough money to be like a major partner, right? And the NBA wanted a major partner that could put a lot of money in, and so he had to sort of step back. And because of that, they have the magic here in Orlando. Wow, it's a great story. Yeah, they really and and Bill Frederick was the mayor at the time, right? I think he so. Was yeah, a big, uh, proponent proponent. I was going to say proponent proponent Uh for that. And he made like a phone call and he was just like, we need to make this happen. We need to build an arena. That's what he told him. He told the mayor, we need to build an arena for this. Died of COVID. Yeah. Dementia too. Yeah. Dementia scares me. Yeah. I feel like that's what's going to get me. He was in his, he was probably in his early eighties, I think. Okay. Yeah. He was older. I demand to live until I'm 90. 90? Yeah. Okay. It's not going to happen. We'll keep you alive. I shouldn't have ordered the fries. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I didn't. Oh, I'm good. One step ahead. Uh, Orlando City uh, players were just called up to play in the national team. Two of them. Three. Three, actually. DK. DK. Don't pronounce that another way. No, no. DK. I learned that actually at the game because everybody, you call out their names. What were you calling them? Another thing. Another name? Like what you put your finger in to (laughs) stop it from leaking. (laughs) Did Did you go to the final game? Yeah. Oh, you were there? I was there. Oh, they lost. And the reason they lost. Yeah. It was. Lost. Uh. An awful, messy game. It was. It was a. Uh, it was fun to watch, but yeah, they were just. What was it four, four, four three, three, one, one. three, three, one. one. It was. It was Brutal. two, one most of the game, and Nani had that chance to tie it up there at two, two. But they got the furthest they've ever gotten. It's true. It was a great season, and then uh, three of their players just got pulled up to the national yeah, team. I'm, I watched a lot of the playoff games, and you know, as much as I would love for them to win, I, I honestly didn't want them to win this year because they wouldn't have as many people there. Oh, to see it yeah. unfold? Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping next year is their year. That's a dumb reason. I wanted them to win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, besides DK, it's Mauricio Perea and Chris Mueller. Okay. Who Mueller is Scotty's favorite person in the world right ah, now. Besides you. Yes. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe not. Above me. Just loves Mueller. Okay. Uh, is in a book club with Chris oh, Mueller right now. okay. It's crazy. And then... Uh, Oh, coyotes. Yeah. Every once in a while, we have to talk about coyotes, right? Yeah, we do. We have them in College Park, supposedly. Apparently, they also live in Winter Park. Ah. I kind of like the story. So fancy coyotes we got here <laughs> in Orlando. <laughs> and it's a, it's a rare kind of coyote. It's really? A, bla- a black coyote. Okay. And they have a rare type of melanism, which makes them very dark. And it, apparently, they think it came from them breeding with dogs. And so they're actually a little bit bigger, oh. too. Uh, bigger... Blacker, better, like a like a black lab, kind of. Really, like keep our dog inside. And they found <laughs> it because the biology professor Bobby, I'm going to get his last name, Fakitas, Fakitas, over at Rollins College. He teaches uh, vertebrate zoology, and they have little cameras set up all over the place. And they were watching specifically the Genius Preserve, which is on the other side of the lake from Rollins College. And you've been there. Have you been in there? I don't think so. It's an old orange orchard, and it's this massive piece of property, probably a little bit bigger than Rollins College. Like, big. Really? And and it's mostly natural. 
and it's right on the lake, and okay. it's a big migratory stepping stone. Like a lot of birds pass through there and stop there. You so probably have, see it from the boat tour, I assume. Yeah, and it just looks like green, right? You can't see anything in there. And there's some old homes. There's an old orange packing plant that's there, uh, and it's close to the public because there there are peacocks that live there. And at one point, somebody shot a peacock with a crossbow, Whoa. and so they had to close it to the public. So it's it's basically like a couple of people a week go into this space. Uh, Bruce Stevenson, the head of the Rollins College uh, planning department, he was my old professor, actually lives there now on, on the property. But they, so they caught these coyotes. And so it's not only do we have coyotes living in the center of Winter Park, that's that's arguably in the heart of Winter Park, right? Yes. Uh, but it's also this really rare one that you don't see, like I think it's 6% of the population they, they expect is, is black. The black coyotes. Yeah. So it's super interesting. Cool. Yeah. And I love that. I, if I could be, if I went back to school, it would probably be for urban ecology. Is, is, this, is this nerdy? Is this, this is too? What do you study raccoons and skunks and yeah, stuff? Yeah, like animals that live in in towns and why and how to make the how to encourage that and how to better connect park spaces and and uh, you know because coyotes are are a thing they live here but is there a way that we can better live with them probably right or to better live with black bears and I just probably. Speaking of parks in town, did you see they broke ground on the packing district park today? Yeah, the did big you go? One. No. Oh, they, did they invite you? I think so. I feel like you would be invited. Yeah, I was just like I don't. I don't really go to groundbreaking stuff. No, no. I've already written about it. Right. It's true. Like, this is the the park that they're going to build between Orange Blossom Trail and John Young Parkway, right off of Princeton. Hundred acres. Hun- huge tennis center spelled with an R E. <laughs> apparently yeah <laughs> so they have like some so swedish person fancier they, apparently yeah. <laughs> european um, rules that's but how uh know. it's a <laughs> i pass it every day on <laughs> the way to work i'm excited for this but they broke ground out there's also gonna be a ymca over that way so that, it, that looks like a y they made it look ah, like a yeah, y it's yeah. very fancy we have the we have the renderings up on bungalore.com i can't wait I think first cool. apartments are going to open here pretty I'm soon. I'm more excited about the urban farm they're going to have yeah. there. Four Roots, right? Yeah, Four Roots, run by Four Rivers, dude. Uh, John Rivers. Yeah, no, that's a good one. No, I'm excited for it. I went to Lobos Coffee Roasters, the new coffee shop that's opening in... Oh, actually, I guess it's open now in Audubon Park. Oh, I thought it was in Altamont for some reason. Audubon um, Park. <laughs> Yeah, Autumn. Brendan, Brendan just stole some of my food. It's he was kidding. like, oh my gosh, are you going to eat all that? <laughs> I wanted to get it for you. Oh, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. Thanks, buddy. It's at the it's Kitty Corner from the 7-Eleven in Audubon Park. Across from where the salty donut is going in. It, it used okay. to be, it was Marathon Gas Station. Oh, okay. Ooh, my shawarma just came. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was really good. We, yeah. we went in there just to check it out. They oh, gave I us know a couple coffees. We used, ho- we used to play hockey over there. Yeah, across from where you play yes, hockey. Yes, yeah. We haven't played because of COVID. Yeah, just thanks, COVID. COVID. Just wear, like, astronaut helmets. Cool. It was really good. They have a Florida pumpkin spice latte that they use, like, orange I don't think in. they grow pumpkins Delicious. in Florida, do they? Yeah. It's like where? a Seminole pumpkin. I don't think so. What I'm saying is the thing that makes it Florida is that they put citrus in it. Ah, that yeah. sounds good. I'm just saying it I does. don't think they grow pumpkins in Florida. They do. We have a heritage. So. We have a couple heritage breeds of pumpkin. Really? Yeah. But if, not like If you really want to make me be a nerd right now, there are many, many different types of pumpkins. All right. Yeah. Are they open late? Uh, yes. And they have a patio out back. It's probably one of the few spots to have like coffee in Audubon Park, right? 
Oh, uh, Stardust. There's, and there's Lineage and East End Market, that little stall. Yeah, but that yeah, you wouldn't hang out right there. I guess you can't out front. Not Yeah, you'd have to hang out. Can't the, do my homework outside if it's 100 degrees. No, but this is cool. It was very fancy inside. The, the lead coffee guy who's doing the programming uh, was at Foxtail. Oh. And he's left. He's gone over to these guys. And... Uh, I'm into it. Cool. Lobos Lobos means I like that they repurposed wolf. it. I mean, it was a gas station that they turned yeah, Marathon in, gas station. Yeah, they turned it into a coffee shop, which is <laughs> rare. Normally, like gas stations become oh, more gas stations. And they they don't own it. They just they're renting from it. So oh, they had to gas, pay for all the renovations. Does it look still like a gas station? Kind of. Yeah. They had to take off. So the tanks the are probably still under. No, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah, and oh. the city made them pay like tens of thousands of dollars to redo the sidewalk really yeah i hate that huh and it made them delayed they would have opened in the summer yeah but they had to wait because it took so long to do that so our buddies over at will's pub they just launched a gofundme i know i need a gofundme <laughs> i don't need a gofundme no you don't no you have i a don't. wonderful job no, no, no they don't i saw this so they were hoping for ten thousand dollars yeah and they're already at like over 24 grand That's i think right now it's awesome. 25 yeah, yeah people just keep giving which is great it, it is it says a lot about uh the role of this space in the community. I think a lot of people, especially those who grew up here in Orlando or Central Florida, and maybe that's where they've always gone and, and to see shows and bands. Yeah, I have and, like a memory of yeah, it. Yeah, and they say, well, yeah, I'll donate a hundred bucks. I don't want that to go away. So I'm I'm glad people are stepping up for that because he's not, wanting to put a restaurant in there. Yeah, he's building a it time. himself. You yeah, know? like so he, it's taking a little bit, and and plus he needs the money to invest in kitchen equipment, and now he has some. Yeah, I hope it. I hope it helps. I hope he can hire somebody to help with that a little bit. His somebody else bought the building, but George Boone, who owns a lot of Mills Fifty property, who's actually kind of wonderful, and I I can't see him kicking him out. But I know it's been tough because again, it's a bar that does. They're known for live music, John. and it's a small venue. Like yeah. when you see a band there, it's it's you know hundred people can fit right by the stage. And before that happened, they opened some like outdoor components to the bar, so they uh, they call it Dirty Laundry, which has done a little bit better. So uh, they're just they're in a better place. It's a cool spot. So I'm glad uh, folks are stepping up and they're wanting to save it. Me too, and I like Will. I like him. We actually have an old interview, a photo interview with him. You can see pictures of him in the space. So just go type Will's Pub into our search bar at bungalow.com and you'll see some more information about it. Uh, Tim Majors. Tim this, Majors. This guy from Sounds Major. Sounds like a Bond villain's name, doesn't it? And he's Australian. So or it's maybe like, like Tim, a Bond. Somebody Timmy. who plays a Bond villain. Tim Major. He's Australian. And he's now, a now millionaire. Now the Australians are going to hate our show. He's an Australian millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> and he owns... Uh, M Bar, M Lounge. Yes, over in Ivanhoe Village, right across from Savoy. Yeah. Yeah, which is that gay bar. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they got go go dancers they over got, there. <laughs> like underwear in the, in the shop window there. Or is that well, next that's, door? That's next door. That's Mojo Swimwear. I'm sorry. It all, all blends together when yeah. I'm driving by. But also gay. So, you know, <laughs> not too far off base. So, this is, we went there once. It's. This guy, (laughs) Tim Major, he owns Major's Investments. He's a very wealthy man. Lots of cars. That's he was storing his cars there, and then he also has an office next to it. And and in his car collection, he made that like a lounge slash bar thing. It's like where where dudes hang out when you're in your fifties and you smoke cigars. Dudes and their ladies of the night. (laughs) 
If you were there, we recorded so, a show there. So, Brendan, we don't know these were women of the night. John, we know. We don't know. We, you might know. I don't know what Let's relive what have. happened. We were recording just like we are right now. Yeah, we are. And we there were, were all these out. old dudes sitting by themselves, each at their own table. Yep. All like 80 or 90. Not that old. Okay, 70. <laughs> Maybe 60. You know, silver, Older than you silver and daddies. I. And then all of a sudden, at like the stroke of nine o'clock, it wasn't that late. It was like four in the afternoon, if I remember I right. Can't re- I think we were there early. Very contrarian. Yeah, I don't know what's happening today. <laughs> Is it because I brought you to that place? We Maybe. were just hanging out Winterfest. in limbo, and now you're mad at me. <laughs> uh, we, then all of a sudden, at the same time, an, the equal amount of beautiful blonde Russian looking women <laughs> sisters walked in and every one of those ladies paired up with a the guy. They had a drink and some of them left. So you cannot all tell friends, me just friends meet at the bar for drinks. And they're like happy hour carbon drinks. copies of each other? No <laughs> way. No way. Somebody was escorted somewhere. Uh, no, no, companionship, no, no. maybe. Yeah, like paid for. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying that's what happened when we were there. Okay. <laughs> and there, uh, he's selling. He's selling all his properties. Really? Yeah. Apparently, he owes money uh, to Seacoast Bank. OBJ wrote an article so about it. Are they shutting down the M Lounge? We don't know. He's trying to sell all of it. Sell all those things. Wow. Yeah. For uh, $13 million. For th- he owns three buildings there on that stretch. That's a lot. It is a lot. I think he paid like $4 million for that I mean, corner. There's really not a whole lot you can do with that M Lounge besides have a bar. Like, yeah. you can't turn it into It's going to have to be right? an, another guy with uh, with cars he wants to store in there. Okay. You know a couple I know people. a few. Yeah. yeah. Ask them if they want to buy it and do a bar with uh-huh. their fancy Do the fancy women cars. come with it or not? No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> That's extra. Just one. <laughs> extra on the side. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, you're very smart to ask. Um, I just released a couple of interactive maps. Yeah. Yeah. One of them is... Mural map. Yeah. Murals. Murals in Central Florida. And I got in trouble. Oh, you! every time you try to do something I, nice, Brendan... Tell me what you think about somebody this. Somebody says, Brendan, you didn't do this how I wanted so, you to do it. I didn't actually do it, but I'm just mad that <laughs> you I'm did it. I'm mad that you did it. Yeah. yeah. Some things. And right, so, so I, even happened? when I shared it, I was like... We're still working on it. If if I missed your favorite one, please let me know. Happens send me an all email. Send me an email. People please think, even send me a picture. I'll give you like, a photo credit. It's like credit. people think that... It's set in stone once it goes online. Yeah, so I made sure to like spell it out. Uh-huh. Like, please, this is this is as much your resource Organic. as it is mine. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then I got this email for long email from this girl, and she was saying a long my husband email. is a muralist, uh, and they just did something in Eatonville, uh-huh. and he's also part of this thing in Kissimmee. Great. And and I was and I was like, that's great. I can't do either of those because our coverage area is downtown, yeah. and we're just trying to keep it to downtown. Not she our goes, place. Well, and then so she responded. She clapped back, rather, okay. John, and she said, uh, well, you're focusing on non-brown and black communities, ah. and you can fix that. You can make the decision right now to fix that. And I was like, I can also make the decision to abide by the rules that were put on by my boss and do the downtown neighborhoods, which uh-huh. includes black and brown communities. Yeah, yeah. And there are some in the map, which you can see. Uh-huh. And she did not like that answer. Did she come back at you after that? Yeah. Okay. What'd she say after just, that? Just curious. like basically that I'm racist. All right. Yeah. And I was like, okay, thank you. Thank All you. Right. And I, you know, cause you can't, cause a racist would say no. So you just say, you know what? I will analyze what you're thinking well, the, and I will I take a the, hot minute and see if we can do better. It's not like you, you cover central Florida. You cover a certain down, part and she of didn't get Orlando. That. She didn't get it. And I so, mean, because then the other argument is, well, like, where do you stop? 
I mean, yeah, okay, I'm one do I person. stop at Oakland? Do I have to go all the way out to Winter Garden? Because I'll mean, tell you, Misty, our business manager, business, she ain't going to do this map for me. You know, every time we add something, that's me that has to do it. Yeah. And no, once I, mean, I do something to, in Eatonville, then I'm going to have to do it in Winter Garden. I mean, I looked at your in, map. I'll be honest. I looked at the map. Uh-huh. And I know that you cover a certain area, but I thought maybe it was expanded. So no. I am, I immediately said he missed a, a, a mural. Oh, I which one? It to which you. one? It's on Hiawassee. It's in Pine Hills. It's like these fish eating the other fish. I love it. It's not a very well-known, but, but the, it makes sense because when I looked closer at your map, I noticed they were all your coverage area. So yeah. I'm like, oh, he probably just doesn't put them out It's hard. It's part of the storytelling component. I just have to keep repeatedly tell people, like, we cover downtown Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. Yeah, and I it's mean, difficult for people if they encounter us through Instagram, if they're encountering us through here on the did radio Did you show. have any in Sanford or anything like that? No. Okay. Well, then it makes sense. I mean... You, well, you I have to have limits. The map itself, I think, is pretty cool. Maybe I do too. once I think I have a comprehensive handle on what's going on in our coverage area, sure, we could expand it. Yeah. But at the minute, no. No. Because I don't have enough time to keep doing these. Maps. I just don't. Like, I mean, you have to have your limits on what you cover. Well, and that applies to the other map I did, which is a retail map. Uh-huh. And these are all like based on Google Map things. So you can zoom in. You can click on a little pin. You get a photo of whatever is there. It's pretty cool. So go check those out. We'll have uh, QR codes to them in our in our December issue of the Bungalow or Zine. Brendan, we gotta go. Okay, well, there's a lot of events happening. Yeah, dazzling nights at Blue Gardens this weekend. Winterfest <laughs> this weekend. If you're into that, Nutcracker, the Orlando Ballet. Oh yeah, yeah. There's tons of things happening, and we, uh, we gotta we'll thank Kosher Grill. Kosher Grill. Do we even so say good. where we went? For yeah, the yeah. Half? We were saying earlier, Kosher Grill here on I Drive. It's so good. I got good. a shawarma. I did too. No, I got a falafel, but it was great. All right, we'll see you guys next week. 200 episodes. 200!